This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like more information about what you're hearing during the show, please feel free to give us a call at 791-2924. You can visit us online at therogroup.org. And while at the website, feel free to click over to the radio page and subscribe to our show. That way you can keep up to date on all past shows and future shows. We're on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Before we get into today's topic, I'd like to welcome, as always, my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Well, I'm just excited to be here with you, hanging out, recording a show today. I love it. And I've had a great week. Yeah. Saw ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. That was a great concert. Uh, yeah, you mentioned that. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I saw that concert up in Minneapolis, a long way away uh, from paradise here, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was fun, and uh, got to go with a good friend of mine uh, from Nashville, Nash Vegas, as I like to call it. How about you? How have you been? Uh, been really good. Uh, been busy also, and uh, we're doing a couple financial workshops uh, this weekend for federal employees, so we're looking forward to that as well, as always. Oh yeah, I know that that's something you do a lot, isn't it? Help uh, federal employees maximize their benefits. Yes, we do that about uh, four times a year. So we'll do it at the Veterans Center and um, give them a good education on how to calculate their annuity, how to use their TSP, um, health insurance options, and that sort of thing. Yeah, that sounds great. So what are we talking about on today's show? Well, today we're going to talk about tips to reduce or avoid wasteful spending. So it's going to be a little bit about a budget today. And I've got a, a, a resource um, as always. And usually in personal finance, advice can usually be lumped into two phrases, right? Spend less and save yep. more. But often financial experts focus on either what could have been saved or what has been spent. But I want to focus on the positive today. So today's episode, we're going to take a, a group of Americans who have recently cut their spending. And that group's actually larger than you think. Oh, I love it. Focusing on the positive. I, I like taking that angle. And uh, although you did use the B word, budget, uh, that turns a lot of people off, but uh, there's good news here. So where do we start? Well, we're going to start with the um, information for our source for today's discussion. So this comes from a recent article from The Motley Fool, uh, actually uh, this month, July 2019. And this one is titled, 33% of Americans slashed their spending this past year. Here's how you can do it. So we'll look at each of the three tips from the article in depth. Uh, but first, what are some of the reasons people might be looking to cut back on expenses? Well, yeah. Why are people looking to cut back on what they spend? That's a good question. I imagine the possibilities for that are nearly endless. Uh, they're saving up for that RV or uh, something like that. What does the article say about that? Well, the reasons cited in the article were um, a loss of job or income, 
newly acquired debt, so maybe they did buy that RV, <laughs> and fear of a possible uh, downturn in the economy. Oh, yeah. So it's it's likely that you've encountered some, if not all, of these scenarios uh, and motivations. Even if you're lucky enough to avoid these factors, these tips can still be a valuable um, source. Well, yeah, and hopefully our listeners aren't dealing with any of those difficult circumstances. But uh, just in case, what's today's first tip? So the first tip, which I mentioned before, is to follow a budget. Now, I'd add that for many people, the preliminary step would be creating a budget in the first place. So you can easily create a budget by looking through your recent bank or credit card statements. Some of your monthly expenses are probably going to be obvious. I mean, you know what your rent and your mortgage are and your car payment. Um, but what are you spending on dining out? What does your daily coffee add up to each week or, or per month? These questions can really help identify how you categorize your spending. And once you've identified these categories, you can begin by creating your budget. And this will allow you to find the areas where you can reduce some of that spending. Yeah. And it's amazing how those daily expenses add up and they add up quickly uh, to a fairly large amount over the course of a month or a year, right? Yeah, absolutely. And the big expenses, you know, like the car payments, the mortgage, you know, they're very easy to notice, but there's a really good chance that you're spending just as much in other categories that don't get much attention. Uh, one example are uh, subscriptions that automatically renew are, are something I always try to keep my clients, friends and family uh, to tell them to keep an eye on it because are you still using that app or service that you bought last year? You know, even if you deleted it uh, months ago, it's possible you're still being charged uh, for access for something you're not even using. Um, gyms is another one. Um, entertainment services like cable, uh, too, often have introductory periods and then they slowly ratchet up your bill and, and you might not even notice it. So it's a good idea to review your statements and watch for any irregularities in your billing. Yeah, that's a great idea. And I'm sure there are surprising transactions in almost everyone's monthly expenses, but it, it's best to be on alert just in case and keep track of that kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And another thing um, to keep in track would be a shopping list. Um, so much like making a budget, a shopping list can be a helpful way to avoid overspending. Um, if it's not on the list, it doesn't go in the cart. And it doesn't matter if your cart is a physical cart or a digital cart like Amazon, um, it can almost feel like a challenge or, or game to make sure that you follow your shopping list and stay within your budget. Yeah, I think these are all great points and tips for cutting spending. And I know you have a few more to go over, but uh, let's take a minute here to let our listeners know about that special offer you have and how they can get a hold of you. Sure. Yeah. For any of our listeners, um, I always offer a no cost, no obligation consultation. Uh, if you're interested in that, just to see if your retirement's on track or maybe to get a budget you know, in line for you, feel free to give us a call at 791-2924 or you can visit us online at therogroup.org. All right. Sounds great. And listeners, as a reminder, this is Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. And today we are talking about cutting back on spending. Uh, you've given us some tips from that July 2019 article from The Motley Fool. And you touched a little bit, Greg, on how making a budget can impact our spending and help us find areas uh, where we can cut back. 
And I really like uh, you mentioned how to make a shopping list and stick to it. Mm-hmm. I know that I've fallen into the impulse uh, buying in the past. You go into a Target uh, or a store to buy, you know, I'm just going to buy, I need scotch tape. And I come out with $100 worth of stuff. And I'm like, wait, how oh, yeah. did I spend $100? <laughs> I came in here for tape. So uh, that's a that's a good one. What's another tip from the article? Well, another tip um, to reducing your excess spending is to avoid spending for fun. Uh, you mentioned that Target thing. And I always make a joke in Costco, you know, go up to pick up a chicken or some one thing in Costco yep. and you walk out with your carts full. Yeah, $200, <laughs> $250 later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but honestly, for, for most Americans, shopping falls into two categories, right? Necessities and entertainment. So necessities rarely provide, you know, the opportunity for for savings. Um, You need your staples and you need your regular things, but entertainment um, is probably an area you can cut back on. In in modern life, online shopping has become extremely easy and convenient, and in some cases, maybe a little bit too easy and convenient. So shopping only for essentials um, online can really help cut back on some of your your spending activity. Browsing or window shopping, you know, can be fun, but also the, you know, those dangerous temptations that pop up. Replacing your window shopping time with maybe reading a book or newspaper or magazine um, can really help you avoid some of those temptations. Yeah, good point. Now, I believe we have, you've got one more tip for us from that Motley Fool article, right? Yes. So one more tip from this article, and then we'll turn our attention to another source um, that I have for today's show. So the final tip is to hide your credit cards. Now, this bit of (laughs) advice has been popular (laughs) in recent discussions, but I've even read some outlandish suggestions actually to uh, tips on how to avoid using your credit cards. So things from locking them away, putting them in the drawer, giving them to a partner or third party uh, for safekeeping so you only have them for emergencies or even literally freezing them in a block of ice. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, no matter what tip t- uh, types of steps you take to avoid using your cards, the point is reducing your credit card spending is very, very valuable. And those interest charges can compound quickly and eat away um, at your monthly income. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But but seriously, freezing your credit cards in a block of ice, that seems extreme. Yeah. I mean, the thought of it that is that you can't use it until it melts. Right. So it gives you more time to reconsider, you know, that purchase. It's really the ultimate, you know, anti-impulse uh, purchase yeah, tactic. And that's, that's it may be an extreme example, but, you know, almost nothing should be out of the question when it comes to managing your spending. Right. Now, we're going to talk, turn our attention to um, another source. This is also from Motley Fool, and this was published uh, in March, March of this year, 2019. And this one was titled, The Most Wasteful Spending Habits Among Americans. So this study highlights some of the, the lowlights of wasteful spending, and they surveyed more than 1,000 individuals about their spending habits. And let's work through these. Perhaps our audience has been guilty of, of some of these habits. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not sure about the audience out there, but I know I've been guilty of wasteful spending maybe a time or two. Uh, don't ask my wife. She'll say it's more than that. But, uh, you know, hey, I thought that Beanie Baby investment was going to pay off. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> That's a good 
<laughs> Good place to start, though, Tony. But first, let's let's define what many of the survey respondents considered wasteful spending. So the most commonly cited examples included paying too much for certain fees and paying a higher interest rate on financed items. So they also included forgetting to return items that don't fit or can no longer be used, and also consuming excess energy uh, was actually another wasteful habit that was mentioned. Interesting. And those all seem like very valid areas of wasteful spending, but are they the most common areas from that survey? Well, the most common waste of money was throwing out leftovers uh, or expired food. Uh, So nearly 70% of the survey's uh, respondents said they frequently engaged in this habit. And this aligns actually with the uh, United States Department of Agriculture estimate. Uh, They say 30 to 40% of the total food supply is wasted. Uh, So the USDA also reported that food waste is the single largest component that goes into public landfills. So food waste is a national challenge. Yeah. Yeah, I know my family. I have a family of five, of course, my wife and I and our three kids. And uh, we've, I'll be honest, we've been guilty of that. And I think it comes down to being more disciplined about buying only the amount you know you can, in fact, use before it goes bad. And, you know, uh, it's a tricky balance sometimes, but uh, that's important. Uh, what other habits have popped up as the most common wastes of money out there that we should avoid? Well, some of the other habits uh, that made the top 10 included uh, frequenting fast food restaurants, um, buying overpriced beverages, and of course, the famous impulse buying. I'm guilty of all three of those. Is that bad? Yep. (laughs) You know, the psychology uh, today talks a little bit about impulse buying, and it's another resource um, that I have today. And this is um, from their blog, uh, What Motivates Impulse Buying? And they say that These individuals that are guilty of this, they possess a certain uh, personality trait and they identify it as impulse buying tendency. Um, It it just makes it easier to give into that temptation. And this often can lead to buyer's remorse. And then what's ironic about that is that it leads to unhappiness, which is the feeling that the impulse buyer was really trying to avoid in the first place. (laughs) Right. Uh, Good point. Uh, and it's always good to consider that type of thing. Uh, what is there a way we can try to avoid impulse buying like that? Well, impulse buying, you know, now and then in moderation can can be harmless. But if you find yourself consistently falling into this temptation, or if you feel that you want to avoid it in certain situations, um, the article from Psychology Today suggests asking yourself this question when you're picking up that item. Did I plan to buy this or did I get the urge to buy it just now? So if this purchase wasn't part of an established plan, again, it's not on your shopping list or part of your budget. You can probably chalk it up to impulse buying and put it back on the shelf. I mean, that's a great question to consider when you're tempted to make a purchase. I just, while you were talking there, I bought two things online. So (laughs) I'm I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, that is a problem uh, for a lot of folks out there. And uh, our time, we need to take another quick moment to let the listeners know how they can get a hold of you before we go on. Yeah. So if you have any questions on our topic or you want some help um, creating a budget, feel free to give us a call 791-2924. And again, our web address is therogroup.org. All right. That sounds great. Listeners, this is Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. 
And it's been a good discussion so far, uh, talking about uh, wasteful spending, how to save more, how to avoid that. Um, and uh, if you're just joining us, as a reminder, uh, they can go to the rogroup.org, correct? To go to our show page and check out this show, past shows, or subscribe to the show as a podcast, right? Yep, that's a great reminder, Tony. Um, we cover a lot of information each week on Retirement Paradise. And not every show might you know, appeal to every listener, but thumb through some of our shows and there's chances are there's a topic that we've discussed that's probably important to you. Um, but turning back to our source for today um, about the wasteful spending. So one more example uh, from this survey is uh, paying excessive fees or unnecessary interest. And that's, you know, a huge problem for a lot of Americans is this revolving credit, you know, these credit cards, they're often a big part of our personal economies. You know, and when was the last time that you actually compared uh, credit card interest rates and fees? Um, there's a lot of good offers out there online. And if you have some balances on there, chances are that you can probably find a 0% introductory, you know, for, sometimes 18 months and that's a great way to to get that thing paid down because a lot of times those rates are a lot higher than you think and sometimes if you just make the minimum payments you're never going to get that paid off yeah yeah and uh, taking the opportunity to uh, maximize credit card rewards and benefits that could be a valuable change in spending habits uh, why not take full advantages of the options uh, but make sure you can keep them paid off Absolutely. And there are so many possibilities out there, you know, that can impact your overall financial health. And one of the reasons that I wanted to focus on these potential areas of wasteful spending is what can happen when those habits are adjusted. So in the survey, respondents were asked what they would do with their money if they wasted less of it. So 63% said they'd stress less about their personal financial situation. More than half felt they'd better meet their financial responsibilities. And here's the big stuff. 57% said they'd invest or invest more. And 61% said they'd save more for retirement. So all these wasteful spending habits are having a direct impact on people's long-term financial goals then. Yeah, exactly. Um, saving money is difficult. And no matter if it's you know a rainy day fund or if it's something more long-term like retirement. Um, there are tools like the automatic contributions you know, to your employer-sponsored plans, your 401k, or IRAs and Roths that can definitely help. But if you could eliminate some of these wasteful spending habits, think of how much more you can actually save for, for your future. Yeah, by combining the ways to slash spending and avoid some wasteful habits, we can save more money and eventually fulfill those goals. Exactly. And so now's a good time to recap, you know, those ways from that article we mentioned um, earlier in the show. So tip one, remember, start a budget, follow a budget. Um, step two is to avoid spending for fun. And the final tip was to cut back on spending or you know hide your credit cards yeah. and get them less accessible. Yeah, good point. And of course, after cutting our spending, I try to avoid those areas that commonly result in wasteful spending. 
Yes, so you can impact your personal finances by avoiding this wasteful spending and then take advantage of some of those credit card offers and take control of your impulse buying. And then, of course, the last step is to redirect that savings into something uh, useful like an IRA or increase your 401k contributions. Yeah. Now, as usual, uh, the time has flown by. Our time is almost up for this week's show. Greg, do you have any additional information you want to share with us before we go today? I'd just like to remind our listeners again, um, if you'd like a no cost, no obligation consultation, or just have a conversation with me, um, feel free to pick up the phone, call 791-2924. You can also check out our webpage at therogroup.org and you can click contact us right there. Um, Shoot me an email. And if you're not following us on Facebook, please follow the Retirement Optimization Group on Facebook. We post a lot of useful articles uh, every week. Wow, that sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.